We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jalen, who wanted this game more? Um, I mean, first of all, you got to give them the credit. I mean, that's a hard team to play, but uh, we just came out to fight. You know, we didn't get discouraged with a 10-point deficit in the first quarter, and uh, we just kept fighting. You said everything needed to change. Does that include knowing that you'd have to play all 48 tonight? Uh, I guess so. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is at this point. Jalen, good luck in Miami to keep your season alive one more day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Guys? And that'll be Friday night. You ready for Shall this? We? Yeah. Your, birth, your birthday post game. Sir. Can you uh, listen? I, I, it's I acknowledged, I, and guess what's going to come up a lot in the super chat. I brought it up only because, again, I needed to explain why I had this gold-plated magazine. Which and you again, opened Pandora's box. We are celebrating your birthday on the post game. No, we're not doing that. We're celebrating well, the Knicks on the post game. Let's we as a result, we will celebrate the Knicks, and you are the host of a post game live stream that still has a thousand people watching live. Had as many as fifteen hundred people watching at one point. Are you ready, my friend? Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Joe Dugan starts us off tonight. The 2022-23 Knicks have finally shown up. Wow, a 20-point lead, I, as I know when this was sent. RJ is going to be a great, great Nick for a long, long time. Man, he's built different. Knicks in seven. I hope so. I hope so, Joe. I hope you're right. That would be... Boy, would that be some kind of story. Um, ben, uh, one of our one of our patrons, Ben Kim Gervy. Happy birthday, John. All the best, brother. Hashtag thanks, KFS. Um, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. Always appreciate you and your um, really, truly insightful comments whenever we get a chance to talk, uh, usually on the town halls. But yeah. Hushzu, love that our team doesn't move for rebounds. Um, Sent late in the third quarter. Yeah. And look, that was the I think that was the biggest frustrating part for me in the first quarter. And we did see it prop up a little bit again in the third quarter. It's weird because... Again, they were, I consider them to be the best offensive rebounding team in the league because I don't think Houston was doing that as like a real team. For a team that is such a good offensive rebounding team, this team has had real serious issues with defensive rebounding all year. Um, and it's like, it's funny because, and I don't, I don't want to put it all on them because it's not all on. It's. I think it comes down to three guys. And look, we, we're going to give a lot of praise to RJ Barrett on this post game, and Mitchell Robinson for hitting his free throws. Um, I think RJ for his size, for his size, is not as quite as as physical a rebounder as you'd like down on the block. I think that's number one. That's the least of the three important things. Mitch. I think when Mitch is not, when Mitch is like not really fully, like we we know when we get a fully engaged Mitch, and then he's not, he 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 goes doesn't go too far down, but when he goes a little bit down from there, the defensive rebounding I think is the thing that often falls off first. That's two, and then at the top of the list is when Randall's just like, and you you I mean you see the difference, right? You see the difference. Well, like he came in flying for rebounds there. In the fourth quarter, um, doesn't always happen that way. So it's like, and those are your, that's your three, your four, and your five. You're starting three, four, and five. So when things are not going great with them, you're going to struggle on the defensive class. Uh, Young, whose fault is it that Duncan keeps getting open? A legit question. I don't know if it's the plan by the coach or should I be blaming the players? So they have, 
Jalen Brunson, whenever Duncan Robinson is in the game, they have J- Jalen Brunson guarding him. And the problem, is, look, I, look, we're not saying anything bad about Jalen Brunson in this post game, but um, the reality is he is not a large man. Uh, he's short. And he, like, is not the. He's not like the the slitheriest. That's is that's not a word, um, in terms of getting around screens. So like, if, and here's the other part of it, and this is the big part, I think, and this is why it's smart, I think, for the Heat to try to exploit Duncan, to to get the ball to Duncan Robinson when they have Brunson on him, because when Brunson is extending that amount of energy on the offensive end, and then you have a shooter like Duncan Robinson, who his specialty is shoot is. I mean, he could shoot off movement, like drop of a hat, sliver of space, get right around the screen. And the Heat are a great screening team. They're all illegal screens, but still they get away with it. So you're putting Jalen Brunson, who's doing everything on the other end, you put him through the ringer, running around to try to chase after Duncan Robinson. And then you talk about the Knicks bigs traditionally play a little bit of drop. Now, that's in their DNA. Their DNA is to play drop. So you could adjust that in the playoffs, but it's not in their DNA to adjust it like in a, to a significant degree. So like even if they play up a little bit more on Duncan Robinson, look, you, you, that there's a reason Duncan Robinson was given 85 or 84 million dollars. Um, it's because he has this one skill, and it is a an elite elite skill. And you saw it tonight. That's why you're seeing it. And I'll just give a shout out to Benji because he's been screaming it from the rooftops all series. Just put Jalen Brunson on Gabe Vincent. Don't put him on Duncan Robinson. You know, gave it, he could hold his own against Gabe Vincent. Um, but they're going this way, and um, look, it it almost lost them the game. But that's a that's a tips criticism for 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 Brunson being matched up on him in the first place. Can I actually not necessarily push back? But sure. Like, so the alternative is putting him on Lowry, though, right? No, Vincent. Vincent wasn't in the game down the stretch. Oh, okay. So if, so if Lowry's in the game, foul, well, that Lowry. might change. So that changes the calculus a little bit because. So who was in the game down the stretch? Is Robinson, Lowry, Butler, Bam, and who was the fifth? Caleb Martin? And they oh, put you, I, you know, I don't want him on. I don't want him on Caleb Martin. That's a that's a nightmare every time. Which is why every time he had an open three, I was like, uh. So the alternative is put him on Jimmy Butler. I and mean, Kyle Lowry. I mean, Lowry. Like Lowry's again, Benji said this. Lowry's not looking to score around the rim. He's looking. He wants to shoot threes, and if he does drive, he. But he's looking to dish it if he drives. So like, eh. I think Kyle I'm, Lowry this series has earned the respect of like he's so dangerous with the ball in his hands. Whether it's <clears throat> as a catch and shoot player, whether it's as a pick and roll player, whether it's as a drive to the rim player, I. I was frustrated by it, but I also looked at the other options and was like, okay, like, yeah, no, they're going to beat us with Duncan Robinson. I, I I tip my cap. And the thing about Gabe Vincent. And again, I think if if Benji was here, he'd admit this. Like Duncan Robinson's a really good offensive basketball player. He had one drive. I forget who he drove on, but in this game where, and he converted a tough look around the rim, like that dude could score. So, you know, and and that's, that's again, that's the thing that I always just like, and this is not a critique of Benji because Benji, we, you know, we'll go back and forth on this. He'll always give you the counterpoint as opposed to the, the, the thing that maybe is not being done. There's always an alter. There's always reasons why you're doing the thing you're doing as opposed to the thing you're not doing. You know, I under my, my point is I understood why they were not doing, yeah, for sure. not switching it as a result. You for know? sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something caught my throat. Uh, here he is. The other man of the hour, Robert Cross. Uh, happy birthday, it's your boy John. I got a present for you. Fifty-three wins. Most of the KFS community loves you. <laughs> That's literally the funniest thing. Ever read. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there is a portion, John, that thinks you suck. Just letting you know that, <laughs> Robert Cross. You really know how to. You really know how to wish someone a happy birthday. Oh my bro. god! I I want to say something, but I won't. Um, oh, man. Thank you, Robert. Hashtag that was great. That's a fun. That's definitely the hardest I've laughed today. <clears throat> Hashtag fifty three wins. Thank you, man. 
It's fucking fantastic. Ryan, what's going on, Ryan? Uh, Quentin Grimes locking up Jimmy on a bum leg. Him chasing shooters off ball screens for 48 minutes in 30 in 38 um 38 elimination game points, by the way. This is this is effort. This is New York. The playoffs reveal who you are. The playoffs reveal who you are. And um, you know, I think we always talk about like the the benefits of like even if you're not a championship contending team. Why should you still go for it, right? Why should you still? Well, first of all, you still go for it because look at this season, right? Where, again, either the Knicks or the Heat. I mean, there were people in the Heat fan base that wanted them to tank. And there were certainly people before the year and early in the year that wanted the Knicks to tank. One of these teams is going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. And once you're in the Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, or any Conference Finals, you, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So lots of reasons to want to get into the playoffs. But in addition to just getting your younger players experience, which is what most people cite as like the reason you want to try to, you want to try to get in these things is it reveals, it reveals a lot. And I think Quentin Grimes did not have a good start to this postseason in terms of shooting the ball had some iffy moments. Um, Certainly had some iffy moments at the beginning of game four for him to come through with a performance like this, says a lot that says a lot that says like this is a guy you want in this uniform for a long time and we're getting a lot of those revelations in this postseason good stuff robert cross with another one 53 wins all you 53 wins all you all don't stop believing see you in new york for game seven hashtag 53 wins i'm happy to hear robert's excited because i know he was down he was down in the dumps the last couple days after game four not that i could blame him but because I was I was I was down a little bit too. Uh, Meet Maravich. What's going on, Meet? Uh, R.J. Barrett is winning basketball games in May. Damn right he is. A lot of R.J. love. A lot of R.J. love today, which I I appreciate. You know, he wasn't the headliner of this game, but sure as shit, don't win the game without him. Kevin Danishevsky. What's going on, Kev? There we freaking go. Watch with my dad, who just came off heart surgery. Um, love that it was a New York effort. Say what you will. What a team this is. That awesome stuff, Kev. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to your whole family. Glad your dad's doing well. Um, I don't know if I would have advised watching this game coming off of heart surgery. Uh, but uh, God bless. And uh, yeah, really, really cool. Deadwood 604. I raise my glass to you, Mr. Robert Cross. 53 wins. Hashtag 53 wins. We all raise our glass to Robert Cross. Uh, Dan Hidalgo. What's going on, Dan? Needed that emotionally. I think we needed it. <sighs> Speaking for myself, I definitely needed it. Um, man, I was... I was, that's the other thing I've been thinking about a lot the last few days is like how after this great season and after that great first round playoff win and even after just winning game two like how just a couple of games can make you can make you sink so low I mean I think I mean that's that's sports fandom for you right that's sports fandom it's just it's there's nothing else like it uh, anyway now we could spin this as a young team learning to win in the playoffs would have been a dark way to go out yeah like look again whatever happens in games I mean you don't want to get blown out or anything but like whatever happens in game six you lost at six to the heat, to a heat team that like again I, I hope at the very least the conversation surrounding the heat team is you know, continue. They're they're an anomaly. You know, they they don't need to win regular season games to know that they could do it in the playoffs. And like something that I don't think has been brought up a ton. I know it was the bubble. I know nobody counts anything in the bubble. But like they made it to the finals as a fifth seed. You know, like that doesn't happen a ton. Uh, and they did that. So it's 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 not like they've never done this before. You know. Thanks, Dan. Uh, Jason M. What's going on, Jason? The Robert Cross win. Hashtag 53 wins. Let's go, Knicks. Love it. Anthony Sixto. 
You want heart? It's Grimes locking, stripping Butler on one leg. It's Randall bouncing back after an awful start karate chop to the eye. It's Mitch hitting free throws and being dared. And it's Jalen dropping almost 40. Let's freaking go. You need it again. We, they needed it. We needed it. Prove it to us. Prove it what, what the medal of this team is. They proved it to us. Jesse M. Julius got to be better with all that love target practice threes. Say this. Knicks got a little lucky early. The, the Heat started this game 3-19 um, from three. It was a funny moment, though. We were <laughs> watching on the couch um, my, before my daughter fell asleep on the couch. We were watching my my wife, and uh, my wife is like, "Man, the the Heat are really not making a lot of threes." But then she caught herself, and she's like, "But you know what? Neither of the Knicks been making a lot of threes this entire series." And then I was like, "Exactly. That's why I don't feel bad." And um, it was when the Knicks were up big in the third quarter, and then my my daughter just was like, "I don't feel bad for them either. They're losing by eighteen points." And I was like, "That's great." I don't know what I did to train this girl so well, but I did something right. Anyway, uh, Jesse, thank you. Hamdi M. Oh my God. This guy, Hamdi, you make it. I was already sweating because it's hot in here and I don't have the air conditioner on. You're going to make me really sweat now. Uh, thank you for the extraordinarily generous contribution, um, which I should read your comment. Hashtag 53 wins. What can you say? This team won 53 games. Unbelievable. Uh, Hayden Freed, hashtag 53 wins. I'm 22. Our heart palpitations normal. Uh, I mean, (laughs) this team is not for the faint of heart at all. All season long. I mean, it, it was, I'll say this. Is brought back. We haven't had one of these sorts of games in a while. I feel like how many like when's the last time we've had a game where they were up essentially by twenty or about around twenty, so you know more than fifteen, and they've let it get down to a one possession game. I'm trying to think when's the last time it's happened, and then they've they've actually won the game. I feel like it's been a while. Certainly had a lot of them through the year though. Um, Sam Garcia, Brunson, and Grimes are both 16 game players. I mean, Brunson is, um, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Brunson's special. Grimes, he can play for my team any day. And like, I, I wonder, I know Tibbs has compared um, Josh Hart to, in terms of like when he scouted Josh Hart coming out of college, he reminded him of Jimmy Butler. Like there aren't many guys that Tibbs has played this many minutes in a playoff game. And I actually, I kind of want to go back and look. I don't, I don't think he played anybody before tonight. I don't think he played anybody in this playoffs, 48 minutes. Andrew, I don't know if you want to fact that fact, check that for me. Um, I feel like the last player Tibbs played 48 minutes of the playoff game was probably Jimmy. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's kind of cool. I think. What's the fact check? What do you mean to look up? When's the last time Tom Thibodeau had a player play 48 minutes in a regulation playoff game? Well, definitely wasn't this playoffs because this is the first time a yeah. Nick played. So I'll go back and look. I think it, I know I am 99% certain that Jimmy Butler played um, at least one 48 minute game in their, uh, that series against the Heat, the, the Nate Robinson series. Um, but I'm not sure if anybody, he's had anybody play. 48 since then, but like, uh, so that's, you know, again, it's pretty cool. Uh, thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Uh, Paul DeSantis, what's going on, Paul? Live to fight another day. Love the hustle, the heart, and the belief. Hashtag Nixon 7, hashtag 53 wins. Damn, they ever won the series in seven games. I don't know what the hell I do with myself. Um, Hush Zoo with another one. One game at a time. Hopefully, IQ is healthy. Um, I don't know if Brunson Grimes can sustain 48 minutes a game. <laughs> LOL. Uh, thank God for Brunson, though. Should have been all NBA. Oh, well, we mentioned Julius got all NBA. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, Jalen Brunson finished ninth in the voting. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to do this off the top of my head. I think the guards were Luca um, SGA first team. 
Um, uh, Donovan, I know, got second team, and I don't think he was happy about it. Uh, and then was it Dame second team, Andrew? Did you happen to see that? Looking at looking it up now. Looking at him now. And then I want to say it was Steph and um, De'Aaron Fox third team. I may have gotten some of that wrong. S- Steph and Donovan Mitchell made second team. Then De'Aaron Fox and Dame made third team. Oh, so I so I got Dame and Steph mixed up. So Dame ended up making third team. Right. Uh, I know Drew Holiday. Um, oh, someone else finished with more votes than Brunson. There was one other guard that finished with more votes than Brunson. Uh, it was Holiday. It was one other player, and then it was Brunson. So he finished ninth in the guard voting. Um, I'd have had him ahead of Drew Holiday myself. Um, that's that's just me. Um, I'm trying to. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll get look it up. Challenge. Yeah, who the other guard was? Because I think is there. I basically I I I actually am going to push back on this because I don't think you. Again, it's a regular season award. I think De'Aaron Fox deserved to be on the team more than Brunson. Now, the Dame and Steph part is so, 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 so difficult because, as you guys know, I'm a huge games played guy when it comes to this stuff. Like, I'm such a big games played guy. And yet, um, Dame, there was like XJ, for instance, thinks that like Damian Lillard was the best offensive player in the sport this year. and like Steph is right there too. So like those guys, they like they did not play a ton of games. I get that. But like what they did in the games that they played was, I mean, just absolutely extraordinary. Oh, John Morant. John Morant was the other guy that finished ahead of him. Yeah, I'd I'd have put Brunson ahead of Morant too. So I think I I'd have, you know, it, unless you're now, if the rules were different this year, if the if the NBA was going with the uh, the rules that are going to be instituted for the next CBA where you have to have, I think play at least 65 games to qualify um, Brunson Brunson actually, I think might've made it. Um, so, you know, look, I think he's going to make an all NBA team or at least one moving forward. He's good enough. Drew P love their heart. Mitchell Robinson free throws, Julius Randall or um, Julius Randall, steal Jalen Brunson, Quinn Grimes and RJ. Yeah, I like all them too. Thanks, Drew. Um, Harry Donor. Two numbers, fifty-three. The only two numbers that matter. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate you, man. Kevin Wilson. The disappointing thing about this series was how the Knicks seemed to completely roll over. I'm glad they didn't go down without a fight. Yeah, I mean, I, look again. Game three was ugly. Game three was bad. Game three was ugly. Game three was. Again, you didn't like the effort in game three at at all. It was also a abhorrent, abhorrent shooting game for this team. Game four, I, I don't think they rolled over in game four. I think they. It was a really bad fourth quarter performance for them in game four. And. If they it, like, you can't you can't tell me that a team that was down by whatever they were down by at halftime in Game Four, and they came out and they like really executed better than they have all postseason in, in that third quarter. You, you can't tell me that they laid down. It's it really is just one game. They had one really bad playoff game in, against Miami. It's Game Three. It happens. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Janky AF. What's going on, Janky? My friends who know I'm a Nick fan have started tuning in. They call Randall Big Randy, and now I can't stop saying it. Go Knicks. Go KFS. Diapers on. This team makes you wear diapers, man. I was in the store the other day and I walked past the uh, aisle. It was in like CVS and I walked past the, the aisle with the adult diapers in it. And I noticed like they have like the, 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 like the person advertising the item on the front of the, of the packaging. And it's like this big dude, like standing there. He's so proud of himself in, in his, you know, in his thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I could, if I, if I could be a, a poster person for an adult diaper. I would, I would have out of qualms about that, but good for those people. What you're looking at me funny, Andrew telling adult diaper stories on the pod. I just, I thought I'd share. I thought it was funny. You're in, you're in your, I'm not going to say it. you're going to get mad at me. I'm in my adult diapers phase. Almost you're in your forties. So, you know, there's my forties, my God, that's something to, something to consider, you know, Hannibal Miles, what's going on, Hannibal? The Knicks have played this street game all season. Can we win two more in a row? I think they can. They're good enough. Like they're good enough to beat this team. Um, they have to play. Look, it's credit to the Heat for playing up to their capabilities. That's all the Heat have done this series. They've played up to their capabilities. Are they the best team left in the postseason? Are they the second best team? Are they the fifth best team? Are they the eighth best? Like. When a team consistently and methodically plays up to its abilities and does not defeat itself at all and just waits for the other team to make mistakes and forces the other team to make a lot of those mistakes. Like, how do you judge them? You can't just judge them on their talent. It's unfair to just judge them on their talent. You have to like, that's why it's like to, to say like, you know, the, the, the Knicks are the better team or the Heat are the better team. It's, it's just so vague. Um, But are the Knicks, if the Knicks play up to their capabilities, do I think that they could beat the Heat two more games? Absolutely they can. If they play up to their capabilities, we've seen the Knicks play up to their capabilities for like, I don't know, there's been seven, there's been 20 quarters in this series. How many of those quarters have the Knicks played fully up to their capabilities out of 20? I don't know, five, four, five, six, maybe. And again, Credit to the Heat for what they're doing to throw the Knicks off their game. And it's like, but yeah, if the Knicks play their game, man, series isn't over. Thanks, Animal. Uh, Deadwood 604 with another one. JB was the star, but how about Quentin Grimes? How about Quentin Grimes? Oh, and see what happens when you hit your open shots. No longer can they clog the lane with five guys, so you draw their guys outside. Then it opens up for better rebound opportunities down low. Um, it does. That's very true. I will say they they did. I thought they made the Knicks' life <clears throat> more difficult in the fourth quarter when they were playing a much more aggressive style of defense, and they were. I mean, they were essentially doubling Brunson up top. Now, when they doubled Brunson up top, like Brunson would get the ball out. But that's a situation where it's like, okay, you got to have Hardenstein in the game. Um, it's almost essential to have Hardenstein in the game in those situations as, a, as like an outlet. But even that, like, it's dicey because who are Brunson's outlets, right? And 
it's like it's Randall, it's it's RJ, and like those guys make good plays sometimes, but those guys are also a little inconsistent. Like RJ got a little frazzled a couple of those times where he ended up with the ball when they were really going hard at Brunson. And obviously, you know, Randall now, Randall, I thought made um he made a one I, the play under the basket where he didn't go up was baffling. But there was another time where I thought he made an, an absolutely outstanding um kick kick out to somebody. I'm fairly certain it was in the fourth quarter. I wish I had written it down. Um I can't find it right now. Uh but yeah, it's just like I, I Grimes helps. Grimes helps, but it's also he's not quite the full elixir yet. Like other guys need to hold up their end of the bargain as well. Haitian Ferg, what's going on? Haitian. Crazy how we look when our mid three play well. Crazy how we look when we make shots. And again, yes, make shots. 38%. They made 13 to 34 tonight. Like that's just average. Or it's a little above average for them. But like that's like not 13 to 34. That's like a normal NBA NBA night, you know? Um, so it's not even like they did anything crazy. Also, by the way, I missed 11 free throws tonight. Um, still got to clean up the defensive glass. Yes. And the turnovers. Yes. Uh, how many times did they? End up? I mean, they turned it over. There was a tweet that I saved. It was from Cooper Moorhead. First quarter alone. Heat scored 13 second chance points in that quarter because um, they had a I think seven offensive rebounds abhorrent and then four steals. Um, and they got 12 points off of turnovers. The heat did in the first quarter. So again, first quarter heat got 12 points off of turnovers for the game. Well, they ended up with actually Jesus Christ. They ended up with 29 points off of 19 Nick turnovers. Okay. Um, I didn't realize it had gotten that bad. I they had cleaned it up at some point. Like they, it got better in the second quarter. It must have gotten worse in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Um, maybe not the third quarter, but definitely towards the end of the game. The fact that the Knicks won a game in which they had 19 turnovers and the Heat scored 29 points off of those 19 turnovers, and the Knicks only generated five points off of 12 Heat turnovers. That's and those teams made the same amount of three pointers. Man, those two numbers alone, and the fact that the rebound, like the, the Knicks out defensive rebounded Miami big time, thirty six to twenty three. The offensive reading rebounding margin wasn't even that great. Knicks were man, those the, the Knicks were not lucky to win this game, but like those sorts of numbers again, turnovers, offensive rebounds, and then free throws is where it was the big advantage. The Knicks got to the line forty times, the Heat got to the line nineteen times. That's really the big one. Um, but if it wasn't for the free throw discrepancy, we, we, we might be talking about a different result. Do you want the full quarter by quarter breakdown with turnovers real quick? Yeah, sure. It was seven in the first quarter right now. Seven in the first quarter. I'm just going to read off the third and the fourth quarter because the third quarter, they had seven. And the it, Knicks had seven turnovers in the third? Yep. Maybe Damn. a bunch down the stretch. Like after they, It they had to be a bunch down the stretch after they took that big lead. Yeah. And then three in the fourth quarter. Now the second the quarter, fourth. second quarter they had one. So when seven one seven three, yes. All right, so we're still short one. There might have been one somewhere else, but like okay, that that makes sense. Seven, That's seven turnovers one. in the third quarter. You know what? I I wrote it down actually. The 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 Heat ended in the third, the last five minutes of the third quarter. The Heat outscored the Knicks twenty to eleven. So like the Knicks were like this from the beginning of the second till the middle of the third, the Heat absolutely or the Knicks absolutely destroyed the Heat. But from the middle of the second on, or middle of the third on, uh, the Heat really really took control. Thanks, Asian uh, Cactus Shack. Oh, I remember this guy. Hey, Jamac, first time, long time. Is it fair and reasonable to say that Grimes is tougher than a two than two dollar gas station steak? <laughs> I've never had two dollar gas station steak, so I can't. Speak to that. The only food that I've ever gotten at a gas station that was memorable was like I once got a, a Cheeto pie at a gas station. It was quite good. Uh, hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag game ball. Mitch bitch. Okay. Giddy up. Appropriate from Cactus Shack to give the game ball to Mitch. 
Um, Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? How are you? That Grimes swipe was one of the gutsiest plays I've ever seen from a Nick. Also, Mitch hit his free throws. Last, Spo is a great coach, but has a truly punchable face. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. Grayson Allen level onto South Beach. Yeah, but he's so freaking good, man. He's so good. And to think that there were Heat fans who were like out on Spo earlier this year. Thank God I don't do this for for the Heat. If I did this for the Heat, like you, you see how I defend Tom Thibodeau, who is like a, a good coach, but also like maddening and absolutely deserves question questioning. Um, if I was doing this for like Heat games and like every anybody ever had the audacity to like say anything bad about Eric Spolestra, I'd lose my shit. Uh, anyway, Hank Hootenbaus, hashtag fifty three wins. Thank you, Hank. Appreciate you. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? I, I have to say publicly, Jessica sent me one of the kindest, most thoughtful um, messages earlier today that like legitimately had me tearing up. Um, so I will just say publicly, thank you for that. Um, absolutely made my day. Um, I'll read your comment now. Happy birthday, John. The prophecy of hashtag 53 wins has been fulfilled. Thank you for being the face and the heart of KFS. I don't know about that. We're all the heart of KFS. Every one of us, including you, is the heart of KFS. This freaking team. Let's go Knicks. Knicks in seven. You never gave up. You never gave up hope, Jessica. You gave that impassioned speech at halftime of game four. You were a couple days early, but it paid off. It translated. Kevin Danishevsky, happy birthday, John. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, you're the best. Speaking of best, we got to 53 wins and officially have the most playoff wins since, drum roll please, 99-2000. Uh, yeah, well, tied, right? We're tied. Because um, we, we, we tied with the 2013 team because they had six playoff wins as well. And now we got six, which is great. Uh, Jalen Brunson cre- is creeping into the top 20 best Knicks ever. We're not there yet. Kevin, you got to understand how this works. You need things to happen before you give yeah. the take, my man. Well, okay. Here, well, here, here's the discussions, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The discussion is, is this the greatest first season in Knicks history? Uh, or what, it's the greatest first season for a Knicks since. So I think couple things what are you taking out like drafted rookie seasons yeah well no it, like the your first season as a nick so not like, whether you were a rookie or okay, whether, okay. so yeah. ewing's rookie of the year campaign mark jackson's rookie of the year campaign. okay i think brunson was i mean all due respect to patrick ewing was a rookie better rookie i'm just year, saying the candidates. i'm saying the candidates mellow's tough because he came here in the middle of the year so like how do you how do you grade that and even honestly, his second year here was 2000 was the insanity year, right? Insanity year where this everybody. Yeah, this is better than that. Um, St- Stoudemire would have been if we just stopped paying attention after his first 50 games. Thanks yeah. again, Mike D'Antonio. Mike D'Antonio. Mike D'Antoni. Uh, Bronson is better than that. Um, so then we have to go back to. It's tough because like, like I, I mean. Man, is this the greatest first season as a Nick in Nick history? Is it arguable? Like Walt Frazier didn't play a lot as a rookie. Like David the Busher was. A, I mean, all these guys were rookies. Willis. I mean, Willis Reed's rookie year. I'm sure he. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year. I'm sure he was freaking awesome. Um, go look up Bernard. Oh, well, no, Bernard. It his so. It was his second year where it really. I wasn't around for this, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I know this one. Uh, I it it's the second year. and his third year that really he take make, off. Yeah, he didn't even make the All Star team his first year as a Nick, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. So, not that Brunson did either. Um, twenty one point nine points per game his first year, but yeah, the second year it was twenty six, twenty six a game, five rebounds, two assists on fifty seven percent shooting, yeah. and then he won the scoring title in his third year, eighty five, um, and like. That's the the year he went toe to toe with Larry Bird. Yeah, and like guys put up numbers like Bob McAdoo. Like go, go. Bob McAdoo, talking about a, a literal MVP. Dude put up some numbers his first year, uh, or his, but he was also a midseason trade, so that kind of complicates it as well. But like you know, it didn't really lead to winning. 
Yeah, I, I'll I, give it to him. That that is a that is a perfect, uh, rational historical context uh, considered take about Jalen Brunson. Best first season as a New York Nick. Let me just say this. I will. I will say this. I did the. I did the top seventy five Knicks last season for the seventy fifth anniversary. Right. Like, there's a there's a very clear top twenty twenty five. I think there's a clear even like top 50, 60. When I was filling out those last 15 spots, like I was like, I remember one day I was like, do I need to consider like Marcus Morris for 50, however many games he was here, you know, put up 19 wow. points. No, I, I mean, I'm being a but little, that's facetious. the thing. Like, but that's, like, yeah, yeah, it was it, like, I looked seriously and I took that exercise, you know, again, very seriously. So like the fact that Brunson has had, I mean, he's, he's absolutely one of the top 75 ever after just mm-hmm. one year. Um, is there an argument? He's in the top 50. That's, that's more. We could maybe have that discussion. How about this? How about we watch him for another few years? That's why the better take is like, he's going to be a top yeah. 20 Nick, like and I understand creeping up into top 20 best ever. I think when it's all said and done, this guy's headed for like top 10 ever top well, eight ever. Like I, I, well, I think look, I, he's a guy you build around. He's a guy guys are going to want to come play with like the grit. He showed tonight, man. I, I, I can't get over it. 48 point, 48 minutes played the entire game. They were targeting him the entire game. Gabe Vincent's picking him up when he in, gets the ball inbounded to him and he still gets 38 points efficiently. Like, these are legendary performances. Um, it's the only appropriate word for it. Uh, no, the top 20 conversation that gets interesting after this year and it, it again, how, how, how Friday goes matters. Mm-hmm. And I know where you're going some, with this. Yeah, yeah. no, because he's he Randall's right there. Uh, he's, he just has to be. Um, Two Knicks this century have made an All NBA team twice: Carmelo Anthony and Julius Randall. Yeah, so good stuff, Kev. Uh, Jaws all focus. What's going on, Ja? Hashtag fifty three wins secured. Game five wasn't the last one, or the hashtag last one. Julius Redemption Tour still alive. Mitch Star J Brunson. Two down, two to go. Let's freaking go. Hashtag last one for real. Last one for real. Last one Friday. I don't know what the FR stands for. For real. It is for, for real. Because this is Jaws bit. Like, all right, last one. For last real. one for real. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, it's been a long day. Um, And I was up early. Uh, Jibo, thank you, Lord, for Brunson. RJ, second best player. Rob, 53. Good comment. Aunt C. What's going on, Aunt C? Hashtag 53 wins. Happy we could avoid the bad vibes of going out 4-1. I wouldn't have won. That wouldn't have been good. Wouldn't have been good. Despite everything, I love my Knicks and I love KFS. Thank you so much. Three fun years of watching for me and counting. That makes me so happy, Aunt. Um, just glad we could be here for you guys, uh, for you, for everybody. And uh, to have this season... To have... I mean, think about it. We're, we're, we're sitting here again... We'll see what happens, but like I could sit here and I could be like, if we win the next game, we will play a game with the Eastern Conference Finals on the line. I could say that sentence out loud. And for as disappointing in this series as this series has maybe been, when you consider where this team was um a few years ago, uh it's pretty cool. Thanks, Ant. Jalen Larry, what's going on, Jalen? First time, long time. Obviously needed the win, but so proud of those guys. Um, fought today and looking forward to Friday. I'm sure they're looking forward to Friday as well. I hope Jalen Brunson does nothing but sleep for the next four days. Uh, happy birthday, John. Thanks, KFS. Thank you, Jalen. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate very much so. Thank you. Uh, Hush Zoo. I don't like how we play our defense on Struess and Robinson. Watching our team collapse constantly on Lowry, driving in to a simple kick out kills us. Uh, again, I'll steal Benji's point. Lowry's not the guy you need to go crazy for when he's driving. He's not, he's, he doesn't want to shoot. So I think this is a good point. Um, it's in there. It's, that's the thing is it's like, and that's, I don't know. Is, is that great coaching when you have a team that could just change it? that could flip its DNA in the middle of a postseason? Cause their DNA is always, I mean, all year, all year long, I mean, all, ever since Thibodeau became the coach, collapsed the paint. 
you know, and um, yeah, stuff. Uh, Dan Adago, Star J Barrett, huge for us moving forward. I'm loving the Star J love. He deserves it. He was awesome tonight. He's been awesome in this series. He's been awesome for these playoffs. I believe this should be our new our new bit. Um, statistical update is did RJ Barrett put himself over uh, 20 points per game scoring for the playoffs in this with this game? And the answer to that question is yes. He's averaging 20.1 points per game. He's 30th in playoff scoring as of right now. Meanwhile, um, another gentleman by the name of Jalen Brunson is averaging now 26.5 points per game. Uh, can I just quickly read the 10 players who are averaging uh, more points per game in this postseason than Jalen Brunson uh, from the bottom up? Jason Tatum, Darren Fox, Trey Young, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, Anthony Edwards, uh, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, only in two games, though. Um, Devin Booker of those the only ones who made the second round are Brunson or Brunson Tatum Durant Jokic Curry Butler Devin Booker so you got a uh, bunch of MVPs and a bunch of all NBA first team caliber guys <clears throat> that's the company we're talking about here Richard, not tonight, not in my damn house. I love this comment. Thank you so much, Richard. Appreciate it. Happy you were able to watch it, enjoy it, and then you're um, you're feeling good and you're healthy. Frank Miranda, what's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Let's freaking go. We are seeing the ascension of a superstar in Jalen Brunson in real time. I'm sorry, Tibbs starting Hart over Grimes was a bad decision. Chemistry is fragile. It, it was a bad decision, and like, look. I um you go back and you look and you ask yourself, would it have made the difference in game three? Would it have made the difference in game one? And I'm even gonna go so far as to say, would it have made the difference in game four? And here's what I mean by that. If you never change it, right? And like the moment Grimes is back healthy, you start him. Now Game one, he only played 10 minutes. I think there was a thought at the time, and I think it's a fair thought and a valid thought that like maybe he wasn't all the way back. So like, do you give him a pass for game one? Maybe. I also thought Hart was really, really good in game one. Um, All that being said, like if you just put back, put Grimes back in the starting lineup the moment he was back healthy enough to play and you get him back into a rhythm and like the whole thing, you know, it, I, I, you never know. You never know. It's, it's, it is absolutely a decision that was worthy of criticism in the moment is worthy of criticism in retrospect. Um, I mean, look, I mean, look at, look at tonight. Like, again, it's only one game, but like Grimes, 48 minutes, Josh Hart played like nine minutes. Like again, talk about things we didn't think we'd see a week ago, but it's the playoffs. Thank you, Frank. Hush zoo with another one overall. Great game by everyone. I hope they clean some stuff up. Let's share some crow on RJ. No, man, this is, this is all mine. Uh, extend Grimes. Well, we can't extend them yet. They got to wait another year. Uh, Randall is still on fraud watch. Brunson is God. Yes, Brunson is indeed God. Hello. Thanks, Hush. Let's see, make him peck at the mic. Uh, D Zilla, what's going on, D? Um, RJ with the Kobe assist. Yes, it was a legit Kobe assist, although I thought Jim Jackson was wise to point out on the broadcast at the time that Brunson or Brunson. Uh, Butler didn't really need to come over and help. Um, I think it was Butler, right? That was, I don't know. I, I think, I think Butler was on it or was it Bam? Um, I think it was Butler. Uh, anyway, Brunt's, uh, oh yeah. The Kobe assistant clutch free throws. Brunt's him doing legendary shit. Hack and Mitch is definitely not a thing. It is not anymore. Uh, illegal Bam screams and one working leg couldn't stop Grimes from getting that steal. Let's freaking go. Hashtag 53 wins. I love it. 
Thank you, D. Appreciate it. Um, Jesse D, a legendary Knicks performance from Jalen. I'm so happy everybody is like in unison praising this performance for what it was, which is, again, one of the all-time, all-time great New York Knicks playoff performances. Whatever happens Friday, I'll never forget this one. I don't think any of us will forget this one. Um, and again, like the series is going to end however it's going to end. He's had so many moments that just like I was I so I I already I pre-wrote because I want to take a little bit of time off after the season's over. I pre-wrote a two-part column in which I did the thing that I've been promising that I'm going to do, which is rank the top ten games of the year. But I did it in a way that was like um, I didn't just like picked like the top 10 wins. I picked like the, the, the 10 um, most significant games of the year. Um, it's a very long-winded way of getting to my point, which is one game that I considered and I did not ultimately uh, put in the list, but I, it certainly deserves honorable mention is remember way, 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 way early on in the season when they played the Hornets and I know the Hornets stink and stunk at the time and like Lamella Ball was out and like the whole thing. Um, but that game was the fourth. fourth game of the year. So they lost at Memphis. Then they beat Detroit at home. They beat Orlando at home. That Charlotte game, pretty sure that game went to overtime. And it was a much closer game than it had any right to be. Uh, yes, it was game four. There you go. Thank you, Andrew. And Jalen Brunson in that game put the team on his freaking back and he just took them home. And like, we knew like we already kind of knew, but we like, that was like the first time was like, Whoa. Okay. I get it now. Like fully. And it's just been moment after moment after moment for this guy. Um, ever since. And you know, he's on our team. He's on our team. How cool is that? 